Welcome in. Let's welcome in our good friends, J.D. and Clay. It's in the crosshairs. It's a Monday afternoon at 1230. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Doing good, Jay. How are you doing? Fantastic. I trust you guys had a uh, fantastic, uh, a great weekend, celebrated probably uh, with St. Patrick's Day on Friday a little bit. I certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Everybody deserves to have a little bit of fun. Uh, Clay, down in South Dakota, did you celebrate by shoveling some snow? Uh, pretty much. Plus, we started doing a little calving again, so I guess we're full bore into it now. In fact, I was just out this morning before uh, doing show preps <laughs> to get things yeah. done. So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we, I just bought a brand new snowblower. Well, today I just got it, so I can guarantee we won't get any more snow for the rest of the season. I guarantee that, folks. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate took, that. <laughs> took one for the team, fellas. Took one for the team. Yeah, All right. Let's uh, let's turn our attention. We've got a lot of topics to get to here and in the crosshairs. Now, uh, Colorado Senate passes a bill to strip gun purchasing rights from adults under 21. Now, to legally purchase a gun, you must be at least 21 years of age. And by the way, it's also a crime to possess a firearm under the age of 21. Now, J.D., we're going to start with you. This is bonkers on its face alone, but... Are, do they not have young hunters in Colorado? Oh, I'm sure they do, but I, I just, um, they, they don't care, Jay, I guess is what, the only thing I can tell you. If they're not going to stand up and say anything and the people that are passing these laws don't care. As of right now, you got to be 21 in Colorado to buy a pistol, 18 to buy a long gun. But yeah, they want to they wanna ban anybody 21 and under from buying, and under 21 from buying a, a gun. I've seen that provision in there where they were saying it, it, Colorado, this law backs it up by making the crime for those under 21 to even possess a firearm. Now, I will mm -hmm. say, I was digging into that some more because I, I saw that in this story, and I, I'm not sure that's actually in there. I'm not saying it's not because I, I trust this source. But um, I, I, that, that to me is even more crazy than just telling somebody they can't buy one under 21. But, um, yeah, and, and, and as far as, you know, that passed uh, the Senate and Dems going to the House, you know, the Dems hold a 49-16 majority there. They don't – that'll fly through there. I promise you this is going to pass. And mm -hmm. at least there was three of them that sided and went against it in the Senate. And then, you know, their governor, Jared Polis, he took just under $3 million from, uh, I think it was uh, every town for, for Second Amendment confiscation. Um, to get elected, and he, he's he's all in favor of more gun control. So I'm pretty sure Colorado's in trouble with this one. I don't, Clayton, what do you got on that? Well, I, I, I agree. Uh, they're in big trouble here as far as it's being controlled in both the House and the Senate. Uh, this particular one came out of the Senate. Now it goes on to the House. It's SB 169. And the provisions you were talking about, I mean, I pulled up the bill here. I, I have the actual bill right here. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of looking through it as well. Um, I'm telling you what, guys, from everything I can read, it would actually bar anybody under the age of 21, with a few exceptions, from even possessing a firearm, that being a, a handgun or a long gun, which long guns, of course, would be mm -hmm. shotguns and, and uh, rifles. And there are some exceptions, and I'll just read off a few, and then I'm going to tell you the ones that really bother me is, you know, one is a t uh, attending a hunter's education course, uh, engaging in a practice in the use of firearm or target shooting where authorized. They always got to add that. Words are important, guy. guys. Mm -hmm. Where authorized, that's pretty much a gray area that uh, who's going to determine that. 
engaging in an organized competition involving the use of firearms, hunting, trapping, taking, or killing wildlife as allowed by law. So essentially you could still go hunting. Participating in a bona fide shooting class. Here's one that really is interesting to me. Training or sanctioned event under the supervision of a peace officer or a person who is 25 years of age and is a certified hunter education or firearms uh, training instructor. And that's the only exception as far as going to any kind of a, a, a shooting class. So that means, in my opinion, after I'm looking through most of this bill, and I do it, I got a range right here. Now, I'm not a certified instructor anymore. It might be easy to go get the class again and be recertified, but I have my sons out there all the time shooting. And if everything is correct, what I read in this bill, I now could be subject to a class two misdemeanor as well as a class five felony on two different counts. Guys, this is insanity, but that's, they don't care. I go with Jamie Sediment. The Democrats don't care. This is about control and confiscation, period. And um, along with those, Clay, they also pass, which are coming through waiting periods for three days that are going to go, and they expand the ERPOs, extreme risk protection orders, to make it easier if somebody says, hey, that guy's crazy, I think you need to take his guns. That's even easier now, too. They're going to make that even yes. easier. So it's, it's, it's um, I, man, I, and it's, I, I don't know what to say Dude. about this. I'm, I guess I expected it, but, I mean, they're just they're just going to do it now. I, I mean, I expect you... I'm trying it not work, but. Do you see this uh, uh, across the country, or is this the first of its kind in democratically controlled uh, legislators and uh, governors? Right now, it's the first I've seen as far as getting this far. It has been introduced in other states, but it didn't get any traction. But we will, we will see. I imagine some of those uh, blue states are watching this to see where it goes and see what the replications are going to be, the repercussions on that. You know, will it be challenged? I imagine. Um, to me, it's a complete violation of the Second oh, yeah. Amendment, and I think it'll be upheld in the Supreme Court if it makes it that far. But uh, this ain't over. It's going to be a long battle, regardless of what happens here. So I would, I'd say too, if somebody's listening or watching us, and they're like, "Well, you know, that, that kind of sounds reasonable because they think it would stop something," let's just change it to um, a different—not your Second Amendment civil right. Let's change it to your First Amendment rights. You think people that are 20, under 21 shouldn't be able to? You know, uh, go to rallies, work at newspapers, speak freely, have a freedom of religion. Um, you know, any of your other first ten, ten amendments, your individual rights. Do you replace that with the Second Amendment? And you tell me if you think that's right and constitutional. That's not. That's a violation of your civil rights. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, let's uh, flip it now, because Montana would like to lead the way going forward for other states with a state representative there that wants their state constitution amended concerning concealed weapons. Now, uh, Clay, tell us a little bit about this. Well, it's an interesting bill. It's House Bill 551. Again, I went and found the actual bill on this. And essentially, all it's going to do is it's going to remove The here's how it reads in section two, article
that are against the Second Amendment. don't quit they just keep coming they look for different ways and i think that's why they And what we're seeing now, though, is in that. Term limits amendment that was passed right in there, it says the legislature cannot amend, change or do anything to change that. So. As, as a sanctuary state, I mean, we passed that, but I, like I said, the more things you can put up to, to protect your freedoms, the well, better for me. JD, tell the viewers that might not know. What a sanctuary uh, uh, city would mean. What would that mean? Okay, like a sanctuary city, state, county, anything like that. Where there's a, there's a grove of trees down there, and they've got some wild deer that come up from the river and pass through their backyard, and I think they might even throw out some grain just for the uh, uh, the uh, the deer. Uh, is it ever safe to feed wildlife? And, and I think uh, the article you sent me, it's very dangerous to do so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just from the uh, Wyoming Game and Fish, they're specifically talking about mule deer and elk. I mean, I, I think. I'm not take me for word for word on but I think you're all right if you're going to feed something to some whitetails. But um, and for like for pheasant, I do put out a little corn for pheasants because that, that it's harder for them to scratch around and get something. I mean, we, we're still losing pheasants at our place, I guess, but not not at a big rate. But yeah, but so these people are feeding the mule deer down there and they're telling them not to because, you know, mule deer, if you're feeding them something they're not used to, it takes them a while apparently to adapt to a new form of mm -hmm. feed but they'll go in and just engorge themselves on it and it, it causes a bacterial infection in their stomach and it'll bleed through into their bloodstream and it gives them a slow slow agonizing death down there so i mean and we got mule deer here so i mean you want to feed them i understand that i see them too and feel bad for them but um i think we've said it before i've watched mule deer just live off of leaves and and they're a bigger species than than white tails it's hard to believe they get that big on the stuff they eat on but at our place too. I mean, I see them occasionally. They'll eat on a on an alfalfa hay bale a little bit, but not much. You'd think they would be down there doing it a lot, but but they're not. It's it's surprising to me. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend feeding them just to go along with what these guys are saying. Clay, it's probably not uh, a good idea to uh, put out a bale out there in the pasture land anywhere for just random animals to uh, snack on. No, I don't recommend it. I mean, when we go haying, um, who, 
and it, it's just the way it is. We got a lot of things in that hay field that uh, have drifted in seed, birds, whatever. So you might get a lot of weeds in there you haven't seen yet. So that's one reason I wouldn't put them on the pastures and, and destroy the grass. But yeah, whitetails I've noticed around here they will move in and they will be up there on your haystacks and they'll mm-hmm. eat it. They don't, they don't seem near as susceptible as what we're seeing with the reports on the mule deer. The mule deer. They don't usually touch my hay. They'll come in and lay by it. They'll come into the trees. They'll seek shelter, but generally they do not eat the hay, just kind of like the antelope. I've watched antelope lay by haystacks and die because they won't eat it, probably for the same reasons. Uh, Mule deer have a different digestive system. They truly do. I mean, look at the the ground like Jamie's talking, a lot more rugged ground. They're eating on sagier stuff, more, you know, just a different, very small type of forage out there versus elk elk are a lot like they got kind of the same room and in, in, in insides as, as a cow honestly i mean they can even have tuberculosis just like cattle so they do a lot better but yeah the mule deer seem like they're pretty sensitive to what they're eating and unfortunately there ain't there isn't a lot you can do about it and i know that our compassion that we all feel we want to see mm-hmm. them things out there and we want to help them we're probably doing more harm than good and that's in a lot of cases when it comes to wildlife. They know what they're doing. So when you say on your haystack, Clay, you mean like on it, on it, right? Because a lot of people don't realize that white-tailed deer will climb up on a haystack. Yep. It'll look like a cat walking around there. All kinds of them will walk around. So <laughs> yeah. You've never seen it. It's a pretty funny sight to see. To give you a good example, you can have, uh, you know, say you have someone move in a stack of 28 bales, which is kind of common on the smaller stack movers that, that a guy hires. I, I've seen whitetails on top of those stacks. <laughs> And not just one or two, a whole yeah. bunch. And they will destroy that with, within oh. a few days. They'll have that stuff scattered, and they'll have it down to the ground sometimes. Depending yeah, on I mean, they'll urinate and defecate on it and everything, too. So it, it ruins the hate. Yep, which isn't good for the cattle either. Yeah, so so when these animals, let's say your white-tailed deer, get uh, a chance to uh, get uh, a haystack like that, do they just gorge themselves to where they can't move anymore? Because that is just probably prime good, you know, food for them. I never noticed them do that, but um, you know, I'm not saying they don't. I've done nothing I've ever seen out at our place when they do that. You, you know, you'll see them there in the mornings and the evenings, just like you know, anything goes out and eats them kind of aggressively go after wild hog because that's where we go wild hog mm-hmm. hunting you know they just kind of sit there and wait uh, like any other predator but they're a very mm-hmm. patient animal i imagine the little dog and uh, this deltona i know where that's at there north of orlando and it's like a lot of the other small towns. there's a lot of canals that run up and through and all over down there in florida uh through that area and to the to the west as well I imagine them gators sitting in canals and little dogs come by from some, somebody's house, which are very close to those canals. And I suppose he was yipping and barking, and he said, you know what, I'm just taking a bite at you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my big thing is I can see if you don't irritate them, they generally leave you alone. They really do. Um, like I said, I've seen, I don't know, countless alligators on that place, and none of them have given us any issue. Uh, other than the ones we were going after to hunt. So, Is that anything like a rattlesnake on a prairie dog town play? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just sits there and waits till I about step on it, right? Jay does. I'm, I'm referencing when Clay, me and my buddy, yeah. went down um, shooting some yep. prairie dogs with Clay last fall. And I was on a prairie dog town with Holy the other he took us on. And I've never in my life seen a rattlesnake on a prairie dog town. And that day we've seen three. 
we ended up shooting two of them because they were right right on us the other one was right there too we were in higher grass i thought one of us was going to get get bit there but <laughs> oh we like, didn't we heard that baby buzz and it was like a ball oh, between the three of us and we scared <laughs> that's a scary sound that's a scary sound when you that has got to be a scary sound oh. no doubt about it i've never seen I've seen bull snakes, but I've never seen a rattlesnake. And thank God, I don't want to see yeah. a rattlesnake. I hope you I, don't. I, you'll I hope you you'll don't. never forget it. No, <laughs> no doubt. Well, you know, I, I've golfed out in Medora out that bully ball pit, and uh, and if there's a ball that goes astray, if it's not in the middle of the fairway, they can keep it. That's God's ball yeah, from now on you. to me. <laughs> I don't blame you. I do the same thing. Let's uh, let's talk. Carrying my five seven, I uh, I took care of it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Stepped on. <laughs> We're uh, we're about wrapping things up here. Got a few more moments, uh, JD. Let's start with you. Uh, final words here for the week on in the crosshairs. Yeah, you know, like I said, um, if 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 somebody's talking gun control, do a little more research on it. If they want to ban this or that, and and um, I mean, like like Mr. Eisen there, inform yourself a little more. I, I did. I, it just makes life easier for you if you know a little little more about something. And just you can't mm -hmm. just go on your feelings on a lot of stuff and. And as far as guns, hey, whatever you want to hunt, do your research on guns and, and uh, go from there what kind of gun you want to buy. Because, like Clay said, they're all fun, but it's like cars or anything else. You'll have a preference for what you like. You bet. Absolutely. And, Clay, any final words here this week? Well, you know, we got a show coming up here on Friday morning. That'll be at 740 Mountain, 840 Central Time on KFYR Radio at 5.50 with the Mitchell Morning, Todd Mitchell. And then Wednesday, of course, we go live on our YouTube channel and Facebook page. I know we're going to try to do a legislative uh, bill update on firearms. Happy ending of the week. And that airs at 6 o'clock p.m. <laughs> Mountain, 7 o'clock Central. And you can find wow. us at www.gunsinthe701.com for anything and everything. Well, my ears did perk up on that happy ending of the week. He'll have to fill me in more, but we can do that often. Usually does. It usually does. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Another great installment of In the Crosshairs yeah. with J.D. and Clay. You guys can find out more. Go online, gunsinthe701.com. Of course, they've got their uh, YouTube channel as well. And catch them Friday mornings with Mitchell in the morning on KFYR Radio. Thank you guys so much, and I look forward to catching up with you again next Monday. Have a great week, everybody. And by the way, it's going to snow. We're getting three storms here this week, so uh, get that ready. shovel out, snowblower. So. Oh, yeah. It's ready. <laughs> thanks, Jay. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. You I'm bet. One, <laughs> you bet now.